Hey everyone, Elisa Keaton and I have been missing you. I've been missing you. I mean, I love doing the revving the words with you. Um, I think about you all the time when I'm doing them and planning them. But I, I also miss the, uh, we usually try to do one podcast a week that you're participating in, you're doing, have you been doing the Lectio Divinas? Like you're just, you're getting after your soul care. But I love to come here and teach you. I'm a teacher to teach you, kind of help you bridge the gap of what we know about living well and things of the mind and the body and the connection that we have. This is and this is a God-birthed idea that our brains and our bodies and our emotions and everything in us would work cohesively and integrated and be compatible with one another, that we wouldn't be at war in the members of our body. So I always get to come here and do different kinds of teaching, whether we're talking about, you know, um, breathing exercises, uh, food science, uh, just different psychology, behavioral uh, tips, habit changes, things to keep training you because our body, right? It's it's funny. It, it'll wander into strange places. So I want to keep you focused on the first and the most important thing, and that is God first, God only. From there, everything else will flow. So I'm today I'm giving you a little a podcast that I, just, I did it in my car. I'm just updating you with what's going on, but I'm also giving you a quick, um, like this matters to me, uh, something that I want you to do. So just hang out with me. I'll give you a full, you're going to get a behind the scenes look at what's going on in my life, where I've been, what's, what's been going on in my life, the season that I'm in, change, change, and more change. Ha! Huh. So enjoy. And don't forget, if you are even considering our marriage retreat or rest and rebuild, any of our retreats events, I'm going to put it in the show notes. The marriage retreat is filling up, everyone. It's the next one to come. It's in March. So um, maybe that's your Christmas present, right? That's what you're going to ask for. Uh, it's going to be way worth it. I'm so excited about it. You know, the Lord just has such a kind anointing on this ministry. We do hard and holy things. Ain't nothing hard more holy than marriage. <laughs> so few things are harder and more, and more holy, a representation of our relationship with Christ. So pray about coming, rest and rebuild, not until the fall of 2020, but it'll be here before you know it. And then of course, instructor training, Platoon 24 enrolling now, and it starts in February. So all that I'll put in the show notes. Love y'all so much. Thanks for letting me share and download with you my life and also a teaching that feels really pertinent for this time. So take hold, be encouraged. Love you so much. Peace. All right, everyone, this is a new kind of podcast. <laughs> this is me getting in my car. You are going to have to do this with me on the road more often. Hey, my name's Elisa Keaton. For those of you who are like, what is this? But you're probably listening to this one because you've been following for a while and you may or may have not noticed that we haven't had as many podcasts going out. Honestly, because of the time in my life, just a season of life that I'm in right now, I'm going to give you a little more behind the scenes about that in just a minute. Uh, I could not find the time to get into the recording studio, aka my closet, and uh, I'm just, I'm on the road more than I've ever been. So I figured, hey, 
I can, I miss you guys. I miss talking to you. I miss, I miss, I get insights. I get stuff. I'm like, oh, I have so many lists of things I wanted, been wanting to talk and share with you. And so here's just this podcast, just to let you know, there are going to be some transitional podcasts where I will be in my car driving and talking to you about the things that the Lord has, uh, telling me or or sharing with me to help you grow in this staying free place in your sobriety of mind and freedom of body and joy of spirit, all the goodness that the embodiment of the gospel would continue to grow in you. So when you hear these podcasts and the ding-dongs of my car, you will know that you're on on my mind. So because you're on my mind, you're going to be on the road with me. Yeah, so I am um, in a new transition, in a new season of life, and it has brought with it a change of my schedule, change of things that I, in, comfort is nice, isn't it? For the last 12 years, my husband and I have lived in Arizona, and uh, I was born and raised in Arizona, so I am a native. Uh, We moved away to California for about eight to nine years when we first got married, and it was really there where my story of my walk with Christ really, I mean, it became real. My faith became more than just a label. Um, We lived there for a while, but we just, we we had our our young kids at that time. Our kids, uh, both our children were born there. Jack was two and a half. Sophia was six months Uh, when we decided to move back to Arizona to be near family. My husband's parents had also moved here. And Arizona is a beautiful state. I have learned to love it as I've gotten older. If you've ever been to the desert, it's beautiful. If you grow up in the desert, you tend to think of like, ugh, can't wait to get away from here. My children both kind of say that. But then you go away from it and you come back and like, there's something about the desert. I, I do love it. I find it very beautiful. So we moved back. Um, when my son was about five, or actually when he was around four, lived with my parents for a short while. That's a whole nother episode podcast of when life doesn't go the way you think it will. <laughs> but we bought a house and lived in that house for about 12 years. So recently, here's all the changes that have happened for me and have affected just kind of like, where's Lisa been? Here's where I've been. Um, we sold our house in, well, no, my son graduated from high school in May. How crazy is that? I have an 18 year old son who is now off to college. Um, so my son graduated high school. We sold our house that we had lived in for 12 years. It was just time. The, um, the neighborhood that we lived in was great when our kids were young. A lot of kids playing in the front yards, riding their bikes. It was a great little uh, neighborhood in Phoenix. Loved it for the time, but as they got older and uh, my husband and I started kind of looking at what does phase two look like for us as our children begin to empty the nest, we've always had dreamed and hoped of, of living in an area that we feel very blessed that the Lord made a way for us to get into. So we sold our home of 12 years, moved out of that in June, moved into a rental home because the home that we uh, are moving into, the only way we could get into it was really we had to get a fixer upper. So we both, my husband and I have never done a remodel before. Um, 
I actually grew up, my parents used to do a lot of remodels. I can remember many nights sleeping with the, with the, uh, um, plastic <laughs> wall. <laughs> like that was it. The, the wind would pick up and the wall would swing and yeah, we lived through the remodels. So it didn't discourage me, but my husband was definitely not loving the idea of a remodel, but it was one of the only ways that we it just felt like the Lord was making a way. And here's a side note, just so you know, prayers are powerful and effective, y'all. And the Lord loves your dreams. He wants to hear the desires of your heart. Don't ever feel like, oh, I I shouldn't ask him for that. Like, what do you like? It's kind of like he's like the father that takes you wherever you go. If you see a pretty thing, he wants to hear, I think that's pretty. Really? What do you like about that? Do you, do you believe that? He's a father who loves, he's intimately interested and intensely interested in whatever draws your attention and beauty is a really powerful marker of the kingdom anywhere you see beauty um and so this area of town i just loved and i was so pretty i would love to live there one day i would love to live there and then finally one day this was years ago we moved here uh 12 years ago so we moved back and the Lord just said, well, why don't you ask me for that? Like, you can pray for that. So every time I would drive through this part of town that one day I'd hope maybe we could live there one day, I would throw out this prayer. I started throwing it out every time. Anytime I was in the vicinity, I would pray this prayer. Jesus, thank you for the home that you have for me in this place. I can't wait to live there one day. Honestly, I just, and I believed it. I believe, like, I, I'm thanking him now. I'm making my my request with Thanksgiving. And I also, here's the thing. I was not like, this thing was not going to make it or break my faith. If the Lord didn't give me a house, I wasn't going to hang my head like the elder brother and pout. It was just a simple request, more of just acknowledging <clears throat> kind of what my heart gravitates gravitated towards. So funny enough, the Lord made a way. And, but it wasn't, it's always the way of, you know, it says in the Bible that, um, that we get the, we get the promised land or the promises come through, but you'll always be, there's always adversaries. Like, it's not like, here's the promised land and there's no enemies. Like, no, here's the promise. Here's the step of faith you're going to take. There will be things to try and go, oh, I don't know if that's, oh, this could be really terrible. It could end up or... Yeah, so one of this one of the challenges for us was that we had to take the have faith in a remodel project, which both of us um, it wouldn't have. Well, I'm more I said I'm more lean towards it, but my husband not so much. So we had to have faith and like okay, we're going to take on a remodel project. And here's the beautiful side, beautiful thing behind that story is that a remodel. I think for those of you, all my friends that have had remodels were like, oh boy pay now or pay later, you know, like you pay in the remodel process, you know, the money you spend to remodel or you pay if you buy a remodeled house. Either way, older houses need to be fixed up. There's a gospel teaching for you. Everything, right? There's the Lord wants maintenance, (laughs) restoration, redemption. Like this is all, we're all fixer uppers. All of us, our souls are always in process of fixer upper being fixed up. Um, So, we, the cool part about it is that our contractor who um, we ended up, because finding a contractor is really, everyone was just kind of forewarning me, make sure you get a good contract. If you get a cheap contractor, you know, it's true. You, you get what you pay for. 
we were so fortunate to uh, an old friend of ours who we'd kind of lost touch with for a while. Um, it just so happened. The Lord lined up like a divine meeting. I ran into a friend of a friend and it was just so obvious that the Lord was saying, this is going to be a, a good process of remodel for you and um, reconnect us with some friendships that we had uh, not um, had in a while. So it's been really fun. It's been hard, but it's taken up a lot of time. So remodeling a house, which we meanwhile lived in a rental house. So we've been living in a rental house while we also have the remodel house. So that's a little scary in the sense of, in one sense of the word, uh, we are having to pay, um, two mortgages right now, but that's about to end because this is it. We're going to be moving into the new house at the end of this month. So we got that going on. We're not really living. We don't have any roots tied down because we're in a rental home. Plus my daughter, Sophia has started at a new school and this new school is further away than any school we've ever gone to before. It honestly, you guys, takes me about an hour each day, an hour to take her and, and come back home, an hour to pick her up and come back home. So two hours a day, almost. Some days I can sneak through traffic a little more creatively and get home sooner, but that's a lot of time. So there you're wondering, where's Elisa been? I haven't seen her on Facebook Live. I've, we're not getting as many podcasts. Um, that I've, I've been in a car. I've been in a car a lot and I've been driving back and forth from a remodel site and I've been running errands to get things for the remodel. So I am not complaining because it is a very blessed, blessed season, but I will tell you this and here's what I'm coming today to, to, to encourage you all with is that it's also been a pretty hectic season, a pretty frenzied if not careful, I could lose myself, right? This week, we released a, a podcast called uh, The Container, A Be Still and Be Loved. I want to encourage all of you to go listen to that Be Still and Be Loved. How about this? Let me address the problem. If you find yourself, you love the Lord, you believe in His promises, you read his word every day or, you know, you're, you would consider yourself a follower of Christ, but you also find yourself easily or suddenly like wiped off your feet, just and you, it takes you a while to recover, <laughs> you know, like you're not it's quick to have that response of, oh, okay, what does what's the Lord want to do here, right? That's, we, we know we need to get there. And I'm just going to tell you, I don't think we're all, all in process. Everyone, go back to everyone's this fixer upper process. Everyone, there's always, there's immeasurably more that the Lord wants to give us than we could even ask or imagine. So don't be offended or don't be frustrated. If you feel like, gosh, Lord, Hold on, I have to sneeze. <laughs> Woo! Sorry about that. <laughs> Don't be offended if you feel like, Lord, why am I always your fixer-upper project? Why, why, if you find yourself crying out, fix it, Jesus. <laughs> that means that he counts you worthy 
of the of the the remodel of the remaking of the renewal i i i want to dispel i really want to tear down these expectations that oh man i just think more than ever we're living in a time where christianity can present itself social media says look at me and look at how great look at the kingdom look how great it is and we're not we we need to be able to say everyone if we're going to if we're going to live in a very um socially engaged world where people get to see more if you're going to allow people in to see that in your life you there needs to be a reality that is real like I, i'm but this is really still what's going on but here's the thing we tell the star fitness teacher gospel preachers our instructors all the time you get to feel better but there is a get better so we have to be able to be honest about this has been hard for me i'm this has been a, a challenging season this is a different season this i honestly this this has been a harder season than i thought it would be just one all the moving parts two the enemy still creeps in and likes to to mess around with my family and you know my children are becoming their own people that's a whole nother transition change of life they are soon to leave this nest soon to go out make their own decisions i would really like to make them for them i can't they're going to need to fail this is where their faith becomes their own and it is it is rocking to the core some days for me it will bring up all my fears and that is perfectly fine it has to so i'm here to encourage anyone who feels like i have faith but man i still get overwhelmed with fear i have faith but man i still feel ashamed i have faith but i still it's the thorn in our side that if it was removed you would have no need for christ can i get an amen if it was removed you'd have no need and our need is not to look to the Lord like we're paupers, like we're little poor people. Please, please, begging. It doesn't mean we beg because we know maybe if we say the right thing, he'll come. We need because we know where all the resources come from. <laughs> they don't come from me. They come from him. So, yeah, I need to be dependent, interdependent on the Lord. So, there needs to be places that are obviously void or lacking where I need God. Okay? And so seasons of our life will help to bring up change, will bring up these new places, or maybe they're even old places that we didn't know. I still need more of Christ. James 4 7 says, Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Submit means to come under or give lordship to. What places in your life right now are distressing to you that need, that are just the signposts to let God be Lord for lordship? And now beyond that, I want to make, because we all kind of get that in theory, but what does that practically look like for you? What would it look like? Like what discipline, what action, what words, what Okay, same thing. If you wanted to lose weight, you can't just talk about losing weight. You actually have to do something to lose weight. You have to move your body or make some different choices. You, I love how the physical realm unveils the spiritual realm. They work very similar. 
reaping and sowing. So we can't, there is no separation of the secular and the sacred, the spiritual and the physical. They all help, they all, they're all created from him and through him and to him are all things, all matter. Romans eleven thirty six. So when we feel like we don't, um, when we're lacking in the spiritual realm, there's something we can actually do, friends. And this is the thing I've been asking the Lord, like, Lord, why don't we do it? We know what to do, but we don't do it. And I'm here to tell you, I feel like he keeps coming back to that you don't come to me. You, don't, you all don't come to me. You all go to other resources. You make a phone call. You make a text or you go to Facebook or wherever. Like you, you have to come to me. Give me lordship over it. So the Be Still and Be Loved that we just put out, I want you to go listen to it because you have to do something in it. You have to do, you have to participate with the Holy Spirit and do something. And then that doing, I promise you this, this exercise of the container will actually become something you can use every day when you feel distressed or anxious or worried, you know, whatever it is, whatever's pressing upon you so that you can hold your peace. It's really simple. It's really beautiful. He wants to be Lord over everything. This is why we say we have to surrender. We have to surrender. Yeah, but what does that look like, Lord? I know you say it, but what does that look like, surrender? And this exercise is maybe just one, you know, one of many things. The Lord might show you many other things that you can be using and doing to practice, to put into practice this yoking up to the Spirit. You guys, we can't just sit around and talk about being Christians. We have to actually participate in it and get in it. Um, I don't know if you've seen our new t-shirt that just came out that Jesus loves the hell out of me. It is my favorite shirt. I wear it around. Yes, it's true. Because there is, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i put in the show notes my Instagram link. Go see my Instagram post I did about this shirt. There is hell that wants to come against us all the time. And there is hell in us anytime we fear, have shame, have feel guilty anytime. That's just the impurity that's in, in, it's in all of us. None of us are going to be perfectly clean until we see Jesus face to face. Until then, we have to be very aware of our humanity, very aware of our brokenness, very aware of our own lies, very aware of our vulnerabilities. Everyone has to be. If you want to be the healthiest person to show up for your family, for your, as your coworkers, Know your know your weaknesses, because as Paul says, I boast in those because that's the place where I get more Christ. That's the place where I get more lordship for the Lord. That's the place where I become a better disciple, a student, because I'm still learning. I'm still growing. Jesus loves the hell out of me. <laughs> and he does that when I submit myself, when I submit this problem, I submit this tension to God that res- the enemy, wherever I go to God, the enemy cannot go. Do you see that? Wherever my footsteps get closer to the throne room, the enemy goes, no, 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 no. And he moves away because he knows he has no, he cannot go where the presence of God is because that's holy. And that's where you and I have VIP 24, seven, 365 access all the time. And we come to him We submit and give him Lord over the stressor, over the situation, over the message, whatever it is. We give him Lordship. 
And perfect love casts out fear. Perfect love casts out shame. Perfect love loves the hell out of us. Take a deep breath, everyone. Your body is a really good container for the goodness of God. And sometimes things creep, crawl, make their way into us. We didn't even know we're getting there because we're overworked, we're overstressed, we're over, uh, we're underfed, we're under rested, we're under hydrated, like all these things. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't freak out. But these are all things that if you walk with the Lord and submit to him and surrender, all things come into alignment and agreement with the kingdom of God. Your container would be used. The members of your body would be used for righteousness, for saying the things of God, for believing the things of God, for feeling the emotions of God. And that's how we bring heaven to earth. All right, go listen to that podcast. Do some practice of it. I promise you it's going to help you to... One, it's meditation, which we know was proven to help us create more BDNF, brain-derived neurotropic factor, which is like gray matter for your brain. It's kind of like the, it's, it's like muscle tissue for your brain. It makes your, your brain strong when we meditate, when we can think about the things of God. So go do that. Put it into practice. Let's not just sit around and talk about things of Christ, you guys. Please, I'm not your gal for that. Whenever you hear me, whenever you see me come up in your podcast, I'm going to be giving you things to yoke into, things that you can actually put into practice. And don't shame yourself if you're like, oh, I've tried before. I'm not going to try it again. You just, nope, don't do that. And don't put me on the hook because, because I'm, not, I'm not coming up with your solutions. You've got to do your part. You've got to do your part. I'll do my part. And we'll all stay humbled before the Lord, submitting ourselves. And he will give us great and wonderful things. Jeremiah 33, 3. Call on me and I will answer you and I will show you great and hidden things. Call on me. Come to me. Whatever that thing is, we need to go to God more often, all the time. Go do that podcast. It's going to give you vision for what it looks like to go to God so that you can so that he can give you what you need in your time of need. All right, you guys, thanks for being in the car with me today. That wasn't too bad. I actually, for the last seven minutes, I've been sitting in my garage. All right, so can we do this? Can we do these on the move <laughs> in my car? I'm in my car a lot. So I get to be with you still, and uh, it's not going to be perfect. Um, it will be me being present. How about that? All right, you guys, thanks so much. Thanks for sharing this podcast if you listened and liked it, share it, tell somebody, teach somebody. How about that? That's even better. You want to learn it and you want to have it in your brain? Teach it to someone else. Teach. Go listen to the container, then teach it to someone else. Um, reminding yourself, teaching the fact that when I'm, when I'm still, my brain gets stronger. Okay, I need to practice that and I'll teach that to someone else. All the goodness, all the goodness is waiting for us, you guys. You guys have a great day. I'll see you again. Peace.